0: Good to see everybody today. Year end service? Are you kidding me? Where did 2023 go? I feel like I was just up here doing year end service 2022. And my kids are all telling me how fast time is going. And of course, they're in their 30s and 40s. I'm like, it's only going to get faster. It seems like it accelerates the older you get. But anyhow, it is what it is. Welcome to our year, our end of year service. Happy end of year, 2023 ends today. And happy new year, 2024 begins tomorrow, or 12 o'clock tonight. That's tomorrow. I personally love this time of year. What a great time for new starts, right? new starts. I'm not referring to resolutions, though they definitely have their place. And I'm not even referring to goal setting, as important as that can be. I'm just thinking, this time of year, that sense that you get, maybe you don't, I don't know. I get a sense this time of year, the old is ending, whether it was a good year or a bad year in our estimation, the year is ending, the old year is ending, The new is coming. And that gives me a sense of just excitement. I'm guessing if you know the Lord, it does. If you don't know the Lord, then everything's up for grabs, right? But the anticipation of the new, the old is ending, the anticipation of the new. We're on the threshold of the new, some new things coming, exciting. And I believe God gave me a word for 2024 for us, but I'm going to sit on that. Until annual meeting. At annual meeting, I'll share the word I believe God has given our church for 2024. Today's title, Remember and Forget. And it's open mic Sunday. Very brief devotional before we turn the mic over to you. Today's service rests on you. I have a brief devotional, then it's open mic for you. Time of sharing. Remember and forget, kind of a strange title. I thought it was, and I'm the one who who coined it. (laughs) Do you realize the Lord admonishes us to both remember and to forget? Sometimes even related to the same event. You'd say, well, yeah, I get that. Remember the good things, forget the bad things. Not necessarily. Sometimes God tells us to remember and forget the same thing, the same event, the same situation, the same circumstances. Remember and forget. What what could that even mean? I want to try and explain that very briefly today. It seems contradictory, but both concepts are found in Scripture. Here's an admonishment to remember. Remember. Moses said to the people, "Exodus 13:3. And by the way, this will be podcast, the devotional will be podcast. Your testimonies will not, so you don't have to have any fear that it's going to go out on our website. They, they will not be podcast. Just a devotional. Exodus 13:3, for those who will have to listen by podcast. Moses said to the people, "This is a day to remember forever. The day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery. Today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. Now the word remember means to recollect, means to think about in a meditative manner. Meditate on this. Think about this. Roll it over. Look at it from every angle, every perspective. Keep it in mind. Reflect on it. This is a day to remember forever. All during the Exodus journey from Egypt to the promised land which should have taken a few days but ended up taking 40 years due to disobedience, rebellion, stubbornness. That's a sermon in itself, isn't it? Some of us have been in the wilderness due to rebellion, stubbornness, and sin. But praise God, he's a redeeming God. He stands ready to bring us out of the wilderness. But all during that exodus journey through the wilderness from Egypt to the promised land, which of course included a jaunt through the Red Sea, on dry land, that's easy to read, that's easy to say, but think about that. Throughout the books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the Psalms, the Prophets, the Israelites are continually admonished to remember the deliverance of the Lord. Remember His power, His mighty hand on their behalf. Good advice for us as well. We are to remember, we're to think about, we're to meditate on, we're to reflect upon those times when God moved in our lives, when God moved mightily and worked mightily in our circumstances, in our situations, we're to remember that. We're to remember when God displayed his incredible faithfulness, his might, his majesty, his glory to us and on our behalf. And it doesn't have to be because times were great. Oftentimes God manifests himself when times are not so great. And when you come up to share testimonies, don't think, well, I don't really have anything stupendous, really great. It was a tough. God works in the tough. That's just as valid a testimony. Things were falling apart, and I found God there. I was at the end of my rope, and I found God at the end of my rope. That's a powerful testimony. We're going to have opportunity in a moment to share what God has been doing and how he showed himself mighty on our behalf. However, we're also admonished to forget. Admonished to forget. Isaiah 43, 18, 19. But forget all that. Whoa, wait, what? Did he just tell us to remember it? But forget all that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. Man, that gives me the chills when I read that. All that stuff I've already done is nothing in your life compared to what I'm going to do. That's why New Year's Day is so exciting to me. Forget about 2023. Focus on 2024. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun it. Many of you have already seen it begin. Do you not perceive it? Are we looking for it? This context, you say, well, is this two separate things? No. In this context, God is actually referring to the above mentioned in, in the Exodus passage, that jaunt through the Red Sea. He's referring to that same event. If you read the verses ahead of this, you'll see that he's talking about their Exodus through the Red Sea. There he said, remember it, and here he said, forget it. What? Is God getting fickle, do you think? Maybe he forgot that he told us to remember it. And now he's telling us to forget it? Or do you think maybe there's a purpose here? Here's the purpose. Here's the point. We're always to remember. This is a day to remember forever. We're always to remember the mighty moves and the mighty work of God on our behalf. But, and this is a trap, we're not to get stuck in the past. We're not to get so mesmerized by what God has done We're not to get so caught up with what God has done that we're unable to move on. We're living in the past. We're living in past glory. So many people, when you ask them a testimony of God, it's years ago they saw God do something. That shouldn't be. There should be a current testimony, and there should be testimony of what's coming. We can't get stuck in living what God did years ago. We can't just continue to rehash those war stories. As good as they can be, we have, to be caught, we have to be focused on the present and the future with God. Anticipating, always anticipating. Focusing on what he's doing now. Anticipating what he's going to do. Jesus said, my father is what? Are you with me? Anybody out there? John 5, 17, my father is always He is always with us, but that's not that verse. Working. My father is always working, and so am I, said Jesus. Always working. Always working in our lives. So yes, always remember God's powerful moves in our lives, but also don't get stuck there. Forget that. It's nothing compared to what he's going to do. God's plans. I know the plans I have for you to give you a hope and a future. I am about to do something new. See, I've already begun. With God, there's always proper balance. Yes, remember, but don't get stuck there. And don't live back there. Live here with an eye to there. There's so much we could say about this, but I really want to get to the point of today's service. Psalm 71, 24. I will tell, I will tell, I will tell about all your righteous deeds all day long. Not only are we to think about it, not only are we to reflect on it, meditate on him and what he's doing, not only are we to anticipate what he's going to do, we're to tell others about it, we're to share about it. At this year-end gathering, we want to give you, the congregation, you hear enough of me throughout the year and other guys who preach for me, we want to give you, the congregation, the ability to come to the mic and share what God has been doing and what you're anticipating he's going to do. Very brief instructions for the testimony time. Say what you have to say. But be concise and to the point. It's not because we don't want to hear you up here. It's because when you begin to ramble in your testimony, you lose your audience. And then you don't gain what you wanted to gain because they've tuned out. Say what you have to say. Say what God's given you to say. But be concise and be to the point. And make sure we're focusing on God. Sometimes testimonies turn into war stories of what I did. No, there are things that we did, but what we want to hear in, in what we did is, where was God in that? The focus on, in testimonies is always God, what he's done, what he's doing, what he's going to do. Keep the focus on God. So, here's the, the final instructions. You come up the side aisle to the pillar, over to the mic. When one person's done, they'll go back to the center aisle, and another person will come to the mic. He can alternate sides. Who will be first? Just come up the side.